Good morning, fellow humans. Welcome back to Meditation Monday. Today's show is a really good show with the great and powerful Tyler Papa. It's the first of a series of shows I wanted to do, I had in mind, for the podcast a long time ago, where we uh, take a deep dive on the seven chakras. The seven chakra system, it's a Eastern philosophy, a practice of uh, really letting your flow and your energy and your state of mind be at ease, be in balance and harmony. So this first episode is obviously about the root chakra. We go in depth on everything about the root chakra, find examples of what it means to be balanced, how we can balance it, what foods to eat, what's good for your body, how do you get grounded, how do you find that balanced feeling of not feeling like you need to be somewhere else, like you need to be doing something. The ability to just sit back and be. So, I wish you all the best week. Thank you for tuning in. And enjoy the show. To me, it's just like, you know, they're just kind of, they just have turned off a little bit there, maybe. It's just not connecting. It's not, no. To that root. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Speaking of. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) yeah. I mean... The root chakra, like we said, is probably as basic as it gets. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's at the base of your spine. It's the root to your... It's, it comes out of the legs. It's basically your root into the physical realm. To me, it's just the manifestation even of your whole skin, just the whole world. Everything is mm-hmm. a part of the root to me. Okay. Because if you think about the crown, what's that connected to? It's the max the massive extent of existence that your crown is a part of okay whereas your root is completely connected and you're grounded into this plane yeah you know yeah so it's it's simple but it's not (laughs) that's the thing you know and according to the color spectrum it's red but in reality they can be expressed in any color because it's all colors well you know just from like the people that i work with yeah um, my mentor has said like, you know, like your heart can be one thing. It can, they say it's green, but it can come out something else. Duh. It's just, okay. it just depends on your own perception of it. Yeah. And that makes sense to me. Whatever energy is associating in that center as well. I think. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, everyone's going to have their own color spectrum yeah. of all of that. Cause they say love is pink. Pink is the energy of love, you know, when, when I, when you do the yeah, yeah, Qigong yeah, yeah. kind of stuff, you visualize mm-hmm. pink when you're going towards the heart. Right. Whereas green is the heart chakra, but that green is the Buddha healer energy. Wow. Separate, separate things. Yes. Oh, that's interesting how you have two layers on the heart. It is. Yes. But I mean, it's, it's still connected to, it's, that's where your heart is oh, really. of course. Because it's, it's a healer. Right. And it's that's where me, all the love and, and healing a bit of a Buddha from. Buddha state when you're in your heart. Okay. Because you're you know both your lower half and your top half have met in the center, and they say the heart is the Christ center. Right. For Christ consciousness yeah, to exa- come through. Yeah. Right. And all the lower because three that's chakras. what happens when you're um, embracing emotion instead of reason, right? Um, Logic. I think it's. To me, it's just a bit of a mix. It's it's just a balance. It's just perfect harmony and uh-huh. oneness when you're completely centered center. in your heart. Yeah. At least from my understanding. Because, hmm. you know, you can't... I feel like if you're not entirely balanced out through the entire system... Of course, yes. It'll be very uh, powerful. Yeah. A little too overwhelming sometimes. Exactly. That's And I was actually going to say, like, you can't stay in your sacral and you can't just you know stay and focus in your third eye you're gonna just you not know, how it works no you need to balance everything out and yeah. get the whole system operating and then you can chill out and focus yeah. on whatever you think you need to work on yeah i think so 
Especially for how powerful those two centers are. You know, you don't want to open things up too quick, as we've said before. Yes. And, you know, then all your centers are blown open and you're out you go. Yeah. A can of worms and bam. Yeah, pretty much. It's rough. It's rough. I feel like that happens to some people and they're not ready at all. They don't even know about these concepts. They have no understanding of it. And And this is where the root comes in. Because it's just like, whoa, slow down, ground, relax. Just take a chill pill, breathe, breathe, focus on this moment. And I think great keys to focus on that center is, you know, if you want to try and heal it, you can get rooty, eat rooty vegetables and stuff. And, you know, visualize when they say rooty vegetables, it's mainly just the stuff that is literally rooted into the ground. And then you have a connection towards Mm -hmm. the ground. And that's 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 why uh, apparently the Buddhist diet that I read, they have no roots. No roots? Yes. What do you mean no roots? They eat no root vegetables. Why not? Because they're trying to transcend and leave. Uh They're trying to leave this plane and not be part of it anymore. Being tricky. That's what they're doing. Yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah that makes sense if that's the you know, system that it works. Like I was saying about fasting, you know, where I am energetically, like, not having that root was setting me way out, you know? Ah, uh, okay. And that's why it's just like, okay, like, I want to fast, I want my body to kind of reset, but I still need, I need to chill out, you know? I can't some food. force too much into me. You got to wean into, you got to, like... It's a process. It's a process. Hi, how you doing? How you doing? What's going on? Podcasting. Podcasting. Love you, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Some say the root has a tie to love as well, which is I fa- I've always found that interesting. This that idea. One more time. The root is also associated with love. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, all centers, I think, really, but. I think some you're supposed point, to have that love flowing some, through all of them, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's interesting that people have pointed out the root as being a specific point of love. But I think yeah. it's just like to emanate love into the physical existence and all that. Uh, yeah, I think that's more of it. I think, yeah, I've heard that too, where love radiates from your root too. Mm-hmm. Like where... I mean, you need to root yourself in love too. In order to love, you have to be rooted Otherwise, what are you going to be doing? Just spraying all that energy yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. The, the root's all not about Not carefully, just, either. Yeah. yeah. And the root is all about just finding the centeredness in your mind. Mm-hmm. And just, like, all the chatter relaxes. Yes. All the heightened emotions relax. Mm-hmm. You just you start to begin to feel centered. Yeah. And that's where the breath, you know, you breathe into your belly. Mm-hmm. And you begin to awaken the center above that as well. Mm-hmm. And you just calm down. You chill out. That's yeah. to me what the root's all about. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to work on my breathing lately. I found uh, cool little breathing exercises mm-hmm. and stuff you can do. Like breathing in thirds and stuff that you know, probably. Mm-hmm. I figured out that box breathing thing. Box <laughs> the, breathing. So, yeah, I found out it's, it's you breathe in for, say, example, three seconds. Hold for three seconds exhale for three seconds interesting hold for three seconds breathe hold exhale there's another um method like that and then you just scale up uh uh-huh it was a um who 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 done it um who did doctor um shoot what's his name i have his book over there um i think it's the bottom one uh andrew wheel yeah dr andrew weil okay wow yes I think that's how you say it. Vile? I don't know. Vile! He's German. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he had a method of breathing where you, I think it's, um, breathe in for four seconds, mm-hmm. hold it for seven, and then exhale for eight. Yeah, I've heard this one. Yeah. I've heard that, that one was a good one. Yeah. I tried that a couple times. It was okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, of, one of my buddies, I was at Dwight's party or something, and he brought up the fact that they were trying to study, um the science of of breathing and they there's some some sort of data led to them believing that um the exhale is much more important than, yes because it's a passive process yeah and it's it's relaxing and letting go when yeah. you exhale i think when you slow down your exhale you're really trying to just center your whole exactly energy and I've, out i've you know i've noticed when i played with my breath work that 
I can inhale for four seconds, but exhaling for eight is so much easier oh, than yeah. trying to do it yeah. for oh, yeah. inhale yeah. for eight seconds. You know? That's hard. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like but, I'm really trying to scoop in air. Yeah. Why is it so weird to breathe in for a longer amount of time? Because it's more active and you're using your muscles to open up your cavity, chest cavity. Otherwise, when you're exhaling... Naturally, we just want to exhale kind of thing? Yeah. Well, everything just compresses back onto your lungs. Mm. Inhaling, you have to expand your muscles and gotcha. expand the space in your chest. Gotcha. That makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, exactly. That makes a bunch more sense. And it works, it works kind of like a vacuum, I think effect right it has it's, just, to, right? it's just the differences in pressure yeah yeah opening up the space holder to yeah expand the pressure so look weird. at us man so <laughs> <laughs> figuring it Scientific out <laughs> a little bit there it's so crazy you know the human body yeah like yeah you got vacuums in you unconsciously we act so we exist like like just the it's like you know what they say in parabola how the body is a reminder of your mortality, mm-hmm. yet we all kind of act like it's not. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know? It's an illusion. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Like, we all understand our souls, that we're souls over the body, but... But do we, we really? Don't <laughs> act like, we don't <laughs> act like it. That's the thing. Yeah. I feel like it's in there, the knowledge like, is in like there. It's like we but... act like it in doing, making mistakes and, you know, trying to race your car a thousand miles per hour down the street. Mm-hmm. And then you crash and die when you think you weren't versus, oh, my body, I can die. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, there's a form that I'm attached to. And that's the root. I think this is a problem that has to do more with fear. Yeah, there's, there's it's a judge, yeah, it's a bit of a judgment call mm-hmm. kind of a thing there. It's like, how much risk I, are you willing to take? Like, I'm invincible through my spirit, but my body is not. But I'm not taking, re- I'm not recognizing that yeah. aspect of that. Yeah. It's hard, man. <laughs> it is, because you need to find a good balance, because the soul wants to experiment. And you're also constantly testing how much you can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the we're whole still, point. I mean, Because that's you, what kids do, and we're if, not done being kids. If you so. don't die in those fiery car accidents, or, you know, just, you know, you have an accident in general, that's part of that experimentation process. Exactly. And your soul will come back, or you'll just learn, and grow on and don't do that exactly yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you'll understand exactly exactly it's, it's very interesting scrape some knees yeah exactly you have to you got to do that every once in a while <laughs> oh yeah but it's a lot more uh beneficial to line. everyone yeah if you're not doing vehicle damage yeah exactly there's yeah. a fine line of, of yeah. the things that you can experiment with and what what's not ethical do you think fear is uh um an aspect that you can control with your root chakra? Um, well, interestingly, yes, from a certain aspect, because I'm, um, is that where fear's, I'm, I'm, I think yeah. fear has to do with heart, I thought. Is it? I think so. It's because love and fear, they say it's like opposites, but they're not really. They're not. But, um, There's I think the root does because it has to do with survivability. Exactly. Surviving. Yeah. So yeah, when, if you're uprooted and you're not, you know, mm. That's Centering yourself and thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot of fear. And, and you can, you know, make mistakes. And, yeah. Or have not enough. Because uh, fear is like, there's a certain aspect of protection yeah. and keeping yourself safe. Yeah. Versus saying, oh, I have I no I guess fears. that's the primal focus of having fear anyway. Yeah. It's making sure you stay alive. And it's just, it's rooting yourself into yourself to know yourself. One more time. Rooting yourself into yourself to know yourself. Yeah. You know, and just kind of taking note of what's proper for you to do and what's not. Like, long time ago when I first got into psychology, I was reading a book by Carl Jung. Mm. And this guy was having dream. This guy was one of his clients, his mm-hmm. patients was a daredevil kind of a person. Okay. And he was having dreams about how if he continued with his behavior, he would die. Oof. And he didn't want to listen to it because he was, you know, Daredevil. just was too, so stoked. Yeah, exactly. So stoked on his life. Yeah. He died. And it's just like, you need to just root, yeah. listen. Listen. And sometimes that survivability, you need to take a bit of a hit on your own ego and get out of the way of yourself. Yeah. But making that decision. It's hard. It's, it's not only hard. It's like sometimes it's a matter of like 
stuff that's out of your control. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it's yeah. just like... But that's where... It's funny because like we say, oh, the root's super easy to understand, but now we're getting really <laughs> yeah. deep on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, um, can you repeat what you said? Sorry. Um, making the decision is yes. out of your control. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. But there's, Sometimes. there's a certain aspect of yourself that you can root into, but which it's is also, your reaction and action to whatever changes happen in your life. And also the reason why you're even in that situation to begin with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, whatever lesson there is to learn, mm-hmm. you can root yourself deep enough to understand that lesson. Yeah, because if you're not taking the risk to get to that lesson, then yeah. you would never have learned it in the first place. Yeah, it's funny because like, I, I made a post... I think yesterday about this actually. Really? How if if you don't overcome your fears, nothing important will happen. That's yeah. what I said. Okay. And because um, I think that's okay. There's a certain aspect of okay, I'm gonna climb this rock wall. I've never climbed a rock wall before. I got not this. have any support. Yeah. Probably not the best decision. But you the know, you, you can still right go, there. go for it. Yeah. I guess. But it's just there's there's a certain level of fear you need to overcome in order to get what you need out of this life and move on. Yeah, take the risk. And, and break out of your old cycles. Because mm-hmm. there are those emotional scars we can mm-hmm. um, collect. Yes. And we're too afraid to work through them. Yeah. You know, whether it's relationships it's or very career. hard, man. Yeah, especially it's with, because thing. our root has to do with that survivability and stability, it's like, fuck, F, I hate my job, mm. but if I leave it, I'm going to lose so much. Or, yeah. or I, I'm in this very toxic relationship, but I'm afraid of being alone again. Dude, yeah. That's and that's, a thing. You know, that's, a that's thing. heavy stuff. That's how, yeah, know? that's heavy because some people become dependent then. Yeah. And, and the thing they is, they don't allow themselves to grow. Exactly. And some, a point of the root is like, you need to stand your ground and do what you need to do. That's. And just say, you know, screw it. I need to see what's on the other side and I need to grow and snap out of this or else I'm going to be stuck here, stuck and dissolve basically. It's true. Yeah. That's the, the beauty of, of existing as a human is mm-hmm. you have to go challenge yourself. You do. Otherwise it's interesting. I was, um, I was reading Maynard's book mm-hmm. and there was an idea out there how like kind of the devil, the material realm, all that kind of stuff. It's a challenge. Yeah. It offers you something to grow. Yeah. So I don't think it's, you know, it's not like these things are necessarily bad. What's the balance? It's good yeah, and It's evil. a balance. Yeah. And you need that to grow. You need that to experience. And, you need it to flow. Otherwise and, the water would be ex- stagnant. And have meaning. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can, obviously you can find meaning and there's so much work that is done when you're sitting turning your mind off and breathing yeah. and focusing on your source in that the universe inside of you you're living through the calm mm-hmm. Exa- yeah exactly and you the can, order it's funny you, you can basically find meaning anywhere of course but it's just about finding the meaning that resonates with you the most yeah Jor- Jordan Peterson's all about that mm-hmm. it's just taking um, the chaos and bringing order the guy with the book right the 12 yeah Okay, so I found out my aunt sent me that book. Beautiful. Yeah, because we remember we yeah, talked yeah, about it yeah, last yeah. time, and I was like, it just randomly Pop showed up, up on my door after we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's Still, awesome. the timing was pretty she pretty knew. on point about that. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Have you popped into it at all? Uh, I read a little bit. Yeah. I've been focused on some other books. Yeah. You know, and I've been reading a lot about, uh, since we're actually on the subject of the root, yeah. with food. Okay. And I wanted to bring up food to you. Yes. Because... That's the thing that I've been really studying lately. What and do I have to eat? <laughs> what should I not be eating? So, of course, the not be eatings. That's the most important part. It is, because then you can figure out the what to be eatings really easily. <laughs> yeah. not, the not to's are sugar mm-hmm. and processed foods. I learned that the hard way. That's, yeah, and it's, it's honestly, it's an easy lesson, but it's a hard habit to break. Dude, it's so hard. Because the sugars are in the breads. And all the breads have the sugars and, and the breads, breads and everything. But the breads have the gluten. Okay. Here's where things get weird. Okay. Because there was a study done by Harvard mm-hmm. where they were going to measure gluten intolerance in people and see who it affects. They were going to study 3,000 people. They only got through 290, and they were all affected by gluten. Every oh. single person. Every last person. Every single person. <laughs> 
And oh, geez. <laughs> well, this is and this is how it works. So okay. gluten, there there are these pathways in your gut called um, tight junctions. Okay. And these act like pathways opening up the gut and blood barrier. Mm-hmm. And they sit there to decide what comes through. And it's supposed to be obviously nutrients and really digested, you know, all the, all the good stuff. Yeah. But what gluten does is it opens these up Oof. completely. Okay. So shit goes in to your uh. blood. And the amount of upset you feel is how open, how long these junctions are open for, Jesus. according to this study. And Oof. other people have studied it as well. And the doctors that I've been listening to have been talking about that kind of stuff, like Dr. Mark Hyman, okay. huge name. Um, there are... Because Alzheimer's now... Is linked directly to your diet. Yes. Yeah. They're finding... Yeah. They call it dementia diabetes 3. Yeah. So... Wow. And you think about the... Wow. The typical American diet. What do we eat all the time? Sugar, food... Carbs with, uh, and carbs. meat. Yeah, carbs and That's meat. all we eat. You know, we just have a hamburger. You know, most people just like throw the salad off of there. The Dude. lettuce and tomato. I don't need that. Dude, burgers are my life. I know. I can't. I know. Get a get a gluten free bun. Try Dude, it. veggie grill, bro. Yeah, exactly. Beyond, bro. Yeah, exactly. The beyond. I mean, for me, you have to still be careful just because of some of the ingredients that are in some of these packaged foods. Make them gluten. That's why I try and stay away from packaged food in general. Packaged foods. It's just just whole foods. Exactly. Whole That's whole it. That's all you want. Yeah. You know. Because you know, just because something's vegan or even organic stuff is tainted. Doesn't even matter. Yeah, a vegan and organic has been like so mainstream that shit gets through. Well, the thing is, too, I mean, DDT is still in the environment. Yeah. Doctors still find it in people. Wow. Yeah, seriously. And um, so just think about all the glyphosate we pa- um, spray. You know glyphosate? No, I'm not sure. Okay, what that so. There was just a huge... So Monsanto just lost a gigantic lawsuit. Okay. Because Good. this uh, guy, this groundskeeper at a school, always used Roundup. Oh, right, right, right. And he got lymphoma. Yeah. And they found that the glyphosate gave him lymphoma. Wow. What do we spray on all our conventional crops? Roundup. Basically, yeah. Glyphosate. In fact, we spray it on the ground before the food is planted. Why? Just to keep anything out of it. Jesus. Just Christ. to prepare the soil. Let's prepare this food. And then we, we give GMO seeds that are supposedly unaffected by glyphosate. But organic farmers worry that glyphosate will get into their organic farms. And because it's just that more than likely it does. It does, probably. I mean, think about the, the fires in Northern California went all the way, the smoke went all the way to New York. Wow. The fires that we had here went all the way to Texas. What? Think about how far, you know, your freaking pesticide is going to travel. Um, That's disgusting. An- yeah. Another thing about Monsanto, too, which is kind of goes in line with this. You can't have a GMO farm, a uh, corn farm. You can't have an organic one, at least like 10 miles within the radius or one, one to 10 miles, I think, within the radius of a GMO one. Because of all those crap they're spraying. Well, because into? of the pol- cross pollination. Oh. So you could get GMO into your male whatever thing. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, endosperm yeah, germ yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pass into your female plant on your organic farm, and then now your crop's tainted. Yeah. So what Monsanto was doing was this was happening to little farmers uh-huh. that their GMO crop was moving into their stuff yeah. and they would sue the little farmers telling, saying that they stole their, their GMO intellectual crop. property. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Wow. And that's the government so backed them and they would close down little family farms. Dude, that's disgusting. Yeah. That it just bugs me out. I swear. Every time I think Monsanto can't get worse, I find out something else they've been doing shady this yeah. whole time. And I'm like, dude. And they're owned by Bayer. Yeah. And the Germans, from what I know, the Germans really don't like them at all. Wow. Bayer and Monsanto. Wow. Because people in Europe understand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People in America, they're know, aware. we don't get it. Yeah. That's you know? weird. It it's is. It's weird that they're so aware of all this garbage. Like, Well, the thing is, is they just want to keep it normal and organic and yeah and like, dude, the way we, they've been doing we, it for thousands of years exactly america is still a baby yeah, you know we show up and like we got all this new fancy tech we got right? all this stuff <laughs> i'm gonna spray it on my farm and i'm gonna get way more crop <laughs> yeah 
But now your crop is crap. Let's just That's make states of corn. Exactly, what could yeah. go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So don't be eating processed foods. Yeah. Stay don't. as organic and natural as possible, which is unfortunate because it's so expensive. Yeah. Because none of it is subsidized. All the corn and soybean is. Yeah. And that's what they put in all the shit food. Yeah. I've seen this movement recently. I saw a TED Talk of this guy that's... Um, all the uh, little sidewalk planters and stuff, he'll go in there uh, with his team and organization, and they'll start planting gardens ah. to provide food for people in the community. I love that. That's really in, cool. like, L.A., New York. That's good. Just, See, that's like, what people yeah, need to do. Yeah, like, yeah. People complain, like, oh, it's going to, you know create waste on the streets and we'll have to clean yeah. that up but it's like okay well we throw trash everywhere yeah so some some <laughs> tomato that's you know trying to disintegrate into the ground versus you know your piece of plastic that's not going to go away for the next thousand thousands of thousands of years exactly however yeah. long it takes exactly i love one of the lines he said he's like um, people have told me he's like don't you fear that if you have your garden out in the street they're gonna just come and steal your food he's like no, that's, that's what I that's want. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I want everybody to eat. I want everyone to have food. Yeah. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I guess it's, you know, that's just, I mean, at that point, it's the same as having kind of a conventional crop, too, just because of it being so close to the road and, like, all this stuff. True. You just think about the soil, but that's just me and my kind of cynic true, true, attitude true. towards how food is But it's a good idea. It is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm 100% I'm yes, yes. behind that. Yes. Because you can get some actually good food to people who need it. And people learn how to actually grow food. Yeah, exactly. It's like, the ultimate survival That's what everybody technique. needs to do is yeah. grow their own darn food. <laughs> exactly. And the air will start to clean itself. Yeah. And all that good stuff. Plant tomatoes, people. Exactly. <laughs> Plant tomatoes and apples. Come on, guys. Let's get it together. So, what foods do you want to eat? Um, find superfoods. And... Superfood find you These want your kales. plates to look colorful yeah um you know do i i i'm not gonna say do something specific other than just eat something eat the organics and the whole foods make your plates colorful okay but what a lot of these doctors are saying too is high fat diets are really the future hmm and i've seen a lot of studies backing up uh higher rates of depression and suicidal thoughts without sh sugar and bread. Well, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, completely cut it out <laughs> in general, but... I know. You can just have... You can just change the ratios. Yeah. yeah. Because... I think it has to be a balance, obviously. People fix epilepsy. People, they've been reversing, you know, a lot of the symptoms with Alzheimer's. Arthritis people and who stuff. Are, you know, I've seen some things. Yeah. About, like, fixing arthritis with your diet. Because the sugar and insulin apparently it's create inflammation. inflammation. Mm -hmm. And that's what there's... That's basically what's killing everybody is the inflammation. Yeah. And that comes through the sugar. Yeah. Your heart disease. Everyone dying of heart disease. Exactly. Because everything's inflamed. Yeah. And you get plaque on everything yeah. because... So we're all like puffy. <laughs> yeah, because all the sugar... It, oh my gosh. What are the words? Oh, I can't think of... I can't think of the enzymes of it. But, um... These call it... Sorry. It's like... Okay. Their analogy that they used was, you know, when you bake bread and the outside of it gets all harder and brown than in the middle? The crust? Yeah. What about it? Basically, your body's crusting. Your it's body? the same process. What? Yeah. It, why? Oh, because... It's the plaque. You, oh. It's the plaque from, like, the inflammation and all the sugar. Ugh. Yeah. And it's yes. basically... I mean, okay, so in our muscles, too, our muscles are becoming crystallized. Wow. With sodium... Oh, fuck. <laughs> sodium oxalate and... It's fresh in the mind. Fresh in the mind. Yeah. I don't remember my. I, I got a really good friend who I should bring on the podcast who knows this stuff really well. He's a body worker. He works with um, big deal people. But next time I'll plan and try yeah. and get him on. Yeah. Um, Love to spread nutritional information out there. Well, because this is this is a wave of the future. I mean, oh, don't yeah. even get me started on water. Oh, I mean, yeah, oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, already know. the food is one thing. Yeah. You know. But. Because you can so, you can still get good sugars through low glycemic foods. Like yeah. you can just have some freaking fruit. Have okay? a banana, guys. Yeah, but just <laughs> have your vegetables at a higher ratio. Yeah. Get some fruit. Yeah. And there's your sugar. Yeah. Don't blend your fruit. Exactly. Don't don't make a smoothie out of this. Just <laughs> be careful with your grains. 
You know, Ezekiel yeah. bread is amazing. Ezekiel bread. Yes, because it's Ezekiel. it's a sprouted grain, oh. and when I eat that, I feel so light in ah, my gut. Okay. You know, mm. it's not that. Wow, I just ate all this white bread at this Italian restaurant, and now I feel like I'm gonna wake up at 3 a.m. and vomit. Yeah. Because I just can't digest feel disgusting. it. Disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm I have all these junctions open. That's what the oil is for. Found out. What? <laughs> all the oil you have with the bread. That's so you don't you feel a little less. Yeah. Of that. <laughs> Trying to remedy the whole situation and, and here's the other interesting thing is olive oil is an anti-inflammatory that's that's what i'm saying yeah uh, you pour some oil exactly on bread, have all the bread you want yeah exactly <laughs> so then you can sneaky. counterbalance it yeah, yeah exactly yeah, that's what, that's what and I'm then saying. you won't even notice yeah, that's what I'm saying. until your gut starts getting upset but yes. then then you then you can notice but yes. you know <laughs> eat whatever eat what suits you just stay away from the processed mm. stay away from the heavy sugars you know like no sodas and yeah. fruit, even you know, fruit drinks. Fruit drinks get sketchy, like orange juice. juice. Yeah, juice. Juice gets nasty. Mad sugar. Well, it's nasty. The, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is thick. And you're taking all the the fiber away from it when you have yeah. just juice. And you also don't process it the same way. Exactly. That's what I found. And out. interestingly, fructose. I was reading a lot about that. It part of it doesn't get absorbed at all through your gut. Yeah. But unless glucose is present. Wow. So, yeah, for this, then it then it'll get taken up even more. But then fructose gets only um, metabolized in the liver. Yeah. And doesn't it has to you know you got basically a synthetic form of glucose has to be made. And man, fructose, that liver puts in work. That's all in, I got to say. In what it in yeah. it contributes to fatty liver disease. There you go. Because yeah. of all the excess of fructose that it, your liver needs to break down. Yeah. And this is the, I've, I mean, I've, I've looked online, like, you know, everybody do your own research, but, you know, there's, yeah. this there's is what a, I've seen. Uh, the cool thing is about the, all this is, yeah, it's cutting edge science, but at least there's solid science behind this. Yeah. Like, we're not just making stuff up. And fruit, I'm pretty sure, has the fructose in it, but, you know, like I said, it doesn't even get metabolized half the time unless you uh, I, eat I, carbs I, with it. Yeah, I understand that once... Once you're actually chewing and your saliva is processing a lot of the sugars and stuff, and that's why it's not healthy for you to make a juice out of it, make a smoothie yeah. out of it, because you're not... It's taking the digestion away. Yeah, really. you're taking a whole step of the digestion away. Yeah, and exactly. And you're suffering. And you have no fiber. And exactly. fiber is integral for your gut. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. We're moving on to an, uh, the upper chakra now, talking about the gut, but... Well, good transition. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, it is. If we, if we want to go there, I mean, yeah. that's like a whole, honestly, a whole we can, that's one. a whole other talk, though, just because of yeah. how deep, how important the sacral is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, but the root, yeah, just you just need to focus your mind, get back down to the very basics, ask yourselves the basic questions, the whys. Um, journal, journaling is a great practice. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. cause then you, you just get your feelings out and you can really observe yourself and your journey as you move on. Yeah. I, th I feel like I have to dedicate a whole other notebook to that because I feel like uh, my notebook, my, my main notebook I carry literally right next to my car seat. Uh -huh. just so I have it everywhere. It's like, that's everything. That's like yeah. every little thought that pops up. I'm just like at a like stoplight. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Down, you know, totally. Yeah. Music, like, random thoughts will come up long-term planning it's just like i feel like just even writing stuff down and taking a look at at it later you're just it's a very crucial step totally yeah most people aren't time. doing and I, I don't like the fact that phones have taken over that because like if you're doing it on your phone it's like it doesn't have that the same, same connection yeah you know, you're frying your head looking at the freaking lights on your phone and all the that blue lights literally it's, blinding you yeah i mean That's it's a whole so other rewarding. thing blue Writing, light yeah. yeah exactly yeah it's it's yeah. it makes your brain think it's daytime oh i was watching this yeah literally <laughs> yeah i know i know but um i, know. I was watching this documentary yeah. about the brain and they oh were by the way real quick just a side note you that Blue light filter this, that turns your phone screen yellow yeah. does nothing. 
Really? Absolutely nothing to change the way your brain processes. But yeah, please. I mean, I feel a little more disgusting when the blue light's on. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. For me, it's a little bit more straining. But like actual science and research, like that thing's, it's the same. I I figured, I mean, it's it's just just, light coming from the screen. I mean, visually, we see a difference, but our brain is like, what you doing? And this is the thing (laughs) that I was seeing on this show. Yeah. They were saying we get so captivated by movies and books and stuff mm-hmm. because a part of our brain can't dis- can't discern whether that's our life or if it's just a book or a TV. Perfect. Our brain thinks it's happening to us. Perfect. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's how we that's how we relate and that's how we emote. And that's how we get so deep into the movies we feel a sense of accomplishment when the story's over. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. You feel great. But think <laughs> about the energetic at- things that are happening to you at the same time. You're witnessing death yeah. and destruction. Yeah. And all that shit is just like compiling onto, onto. Man, yeah. So I'm saying, look, I'm just curious to see how this generation that grows up on Fortnite and Call of Duty, how we're gonna be when we figure out all this stuff is I mean, not good for us. We're we're part of that generation too. That's what I I'm mean, saying. Video game, yeah. That's what I'm mean, saying. It's, yeah. It's really interesting where things are going. Like, um, thinking back, I'm like, that's probably not a good thing for kids. No, I mean. Just you're teaching them how to, that killing people is like, it doesn't feel like anything. It's rewarding. Like, exactly. You're going to get points if you <laughs> points, kill all the people. You You'll get a nuke. This. You'll get your <laughs> nuke if you get 25 kills without dying. There Congratulations, you kids. You nailed Lock it. On. Yeah, blow everybody up. We don't need anything. Okay, I feel disgusting even talking about this. Let's move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. It's I so gonna... easy to get hyped up on it, Because it's, it's I everywhere. Know. I know. It's crazy. I know. I know. But it's like... Um, bring it back to the good. What was that show? <laughs> Oh, anyway, but yeah, that's just what he was talking yeah. about. Because he was talking about how propaganda and all that stuff can affect us. Of course. Yeah. Because, you know, you show, expose an idea to somebody in their brain. Yeah. It's, it's just it's Yeah, I've, I've been cutting back on any kind of, like, political news and stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, I... The TV is toxic. Like, it hurts my brain because it's like... I know I have to be and should be as a citizen in this society. I, I know, should be paying attention to who's running this. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I should be partaking. But at the same time, it's like, this is this so is toxic. It's a freaking show. It's just, yeah. it's bullshit. It is. Like, it is. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I wonder, you know, mm-hmm. maybe everything is supposed to collapse. Because I was... Well, we came back to that last time and we said it's perfect. So Yeah, exactly. So it's all fine. <laughs> but interestingly, I was, you know, I was looking just today. I was thinking about Fallout. Okay. Fallout 4. Okay. And the storyline. And uh, just like how, how everything came to be. How like kind of the society was like still like kind of 50s. Mm-hmm. But even though it was like, you know, 20... Super advanced. 20, yeah. 30, whatever. Yeah. And they st- stuck with nuclear technology. But I remember in the game... People started rejecting it because they knew of the destruction that could take place. And then the nuclear holocaust just so happened. Happened, yeah. So I was just thinking, like, wow, like, what if that happened to our society? It's a very... I don't want to put that out there. It's a possibility we've been on the brink of uh, dealing with forever for a long time. It's like, wow, you don't want all this technology? Boom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think either way... Something's, it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just all perfect. Out. It's all good. It's anyway. Yeah. Crazy. Get, Crazy. Get rooted, but not in the violent aspect. Yeah. Because I think that's another thing, too, is the root's very primal. Okay. As well. No, that is true. It that can is be. true. No, you know? I think it is. I think it's, it taps into that primal brain of ours. Because it's the survivability. Exactly. Exactly. It's our lizard brain. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes, like... You can tell a person's personality by the clothes they wear. How so? Like, you know, I had a friend who wore well, a lot yes, of red. Okay. And he was very, like, you know, fighty. Ah, uh, okay, aggressive. So, you know what's funny that you bring that up? I've had that conversation with Sergio before, and I, I realized that I'm an extremely passive, chill person. Mm-hmm. I don't own much red. This is like as yeah. close to red as I'm gonna. Me get. too. I mean, the only I, the only red I have is the pair of pants you see right there. Just, yeah. That's because it's like okay, I'm gonna root today, yeah. and I'm just gonna ground myself down a little bit. Okay. Um, but like bright red. No. I've never wanted that. I've never wanted to wear it, even I've subconsciously. Had, yeah. I'm like. I've had one shirt yeah. just because it was a giraffe, and I thought it was funny, yeah. and 
Yeah, <laughs> whatever. But it's uh, funny how colors like that are actually Yeah, because they have that energetic aspect to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, man, I really feel it right now. It's just uh, that everything is just spiritual. Everything has meaning. Dude, I, I've been there for a minute. Yeah. I feel like that's um, what I call hypersensitivity. Yeah. And you're just like, wow, like... Everything becomes a little too volatile. Yeah. You're just like... I, I think we're make, on the same page. Yeah, we've been like dealing you, with you some You feel stuff. like, holy... Life is literally a canvas. What am I painting right yeah. now? You know? Yeah. And that's what people need to realize. It's like, are you vicariously sitting down and not experiencing life all day? Yeah. Or are you trying to go out and experience it and live the best life that you can? I got you, man. You know, are you trying to live or observe? I got you. Well, I guess not, because observance is a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, first step, more first step is to observe. Sedentary way. No, I mean, like, uh, I've heard of this this thing called the OODA loop. OODA loop. Observe. It's like a military tactic, but okay. it, it, it applies to life, like period. It's uh-huh. uh, yeah, I had it in my notebook. It's uh, observe, um, objective, decision, uh, act. Okay. So observe, figure out your objective, decide, act on that decision. Cool. I like that. And then you live your life. Yeah. That's how the military acts, obviously, because yeah. they, it's the most streamlined and efficient way to get through things. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's a good way of looking at very life focused. sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the first step. You gotta yeah. observe what's going on around me. That's step yeah. one. That's rooting yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Rooting your, into your surroundings. Yeah. Observing that survivability. Do what do I need here and now yeah, yeah, yeah. to make things happen? Exactly. And. I, I, I like that. I was like, oh, duh, that's the obvious first step. Yeah. Get your bearings. <laughs> exactly. Understand what's happening around. Exactly, yeah. Having an observance mm-hmm. and not... Being aware of it. Being yeah, exactly. A, be, just, just having awareness. Just yeah. like... <laughs> I mean, life is just such a beautiful thing to marvel at. It's so crazy. Man. And we need to appreciate it more. I think society, so, too. I think you know? so, too. We kind of throw things to the side because... Part of the problem is we're focused so much on our own survivability. I think it's by design, and that's a whole it is, other yeah, conversation. We're creating this huge, this structured society that is just so stressful and upsetting to everybody. Links to GI upset as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you could eat anything you want, but mm-hmm. if you are stressed, it will kill you faster than anything. Oh, yeah. There yeah. are plenty of people... Being lonely, too. And yeah. that's part of the stress. That's, that's another that's part, part of, of dementia and Alzheimer's yeah. is, the, is, you know, complete seclusion. Mm-hmm. I think there's a certain aspect of that where... Because, you know, I talked to this guy. He spent a month with monks. Wow. They did not look at... They didn't look at each other. They didn't look at each other? No. They didn't look into each other's eyes. They didn't speak. They meditated for 12 hours a day, had three meals a day, and rested. Whoa. That was their schedule. That's intense. Yes. That's intense. I really want that. <laughs> Me too. I'm like, wait, can I sign up? I think I just need to go away for a month. Hold on. I think that would be perfect Honestly, for me. yeah. Because, I mean, well, it's interesting. Yeah. They didn't interact, but, like, you know, you're still around each other. But just walking right next yeah. to each other. You, you need that interaction. You need to play with life. Yeah. Life is a gift, yeah. you know? That's why they put... Uh, God is the true gift. But of course. Side note? Or yeah, main side po- note. Main, I mean, that's... Main point. Main point. Can't, can't, yeah. Can't go without saying that one. Is that a casual it's just like note? It's just like what um, Darth Vader says in uh, A New Hope. You, you know, um, don't... Oh, gosh. What is... Don't... Whatever about your technological whatever. The ability to... The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Yeah. So just even the evil knows this. Yeah, because the force is just a force. Yeah, you know it's. Oh, can't say that, but because they're good and bad, uh-huh. and love is a, a really good thing. Okay, yeah. But um, the force is everything. It's everything. It's you wouldn't have a planet to destroy if it wasn't for the force. Exactly. You wouldn't have a life to experience if it wasn't for that. Yeah, yeah that's what it comes down to. Exactly. Man, this has been a wild one. I know. <laughs> so good, though. Oh, my gosh. We're on point, bro. great. Yeah, we, really. We tuned in in the beginning. We very much so, yeah. 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 It was a good, easy segue. So, the next one's about the sacral. Yes. And I think 
some of the information that I could put out there might be surprising to most people who aren't uh, tuned are, into or surface level into this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the sacral is one of the most. I, they're, I mean, they're all important, but the right. sacral is just so important. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why monks wear orange. Oh. Sacral. Ah. I did not know. We'll, we'll keep even... that. We'll keep that for now. That's we'll discuss that next one next time, one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> we got more. Yeah. There's got more than, that came from kids. Yeah, we got more nuttiness <laughs> next time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good place to wrap up. You got Probably, anything so. else to give to the good people while they um, wait anxiously? No. Um, just know that you're lovely. Um, ground back in. Ground Appreciate back in. yourself. Go out there and do things that will make you feel good, you know? Yeah. Really be honest with yourself. Like yeah. me, lately, I've been just trying to go to the beach and run. Kind of uncomfortable in my body, but it's the best thing for me. Yeah, that's I know such that. a good thing. Too. You have to understand the truth and act on it, even if it's uncomfortable. Of course. Of Root course. into truth, love, and beyond. Whatever. Yourself. Yourself. You know, the universe, God, whatever. (laughs) Just root yourself into the truth and the love. And understand and act on that stuff. Act. 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 Be truthful. Act. Decide. Yeah. Do it all. Mm -hmm. Live a great life. We'll be back next time with the sacral information. With the sacral. Thank you. Much love. Take care. All love, peace, and blessings. Peace.